This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you're making it a good one. We know that we are as well. It is spring edition for us, too, and an LSU postgame show. But this is going to be an LSU spring edition postgame show. I'm very excited. Uh, you guys know that have been watching us. We have been doing the postgame shows. We started last year, and we're going to continue to do it. Uh, as we go on. Before we get started, guys, I greatly appreciate you joining uh, joining us today. Do us a favor by hitting the like and share, and I'm going to put this in the comments. Please hit the like and share. See, we're, we're in spring form ourselves. Uh, if it's your first time joining us, we do get to a lot of your comments. We get to a couple of phone calls, so we will break it down. I see a lot of people. Let's see, Logan says, Jontre Kirkland, yeah, he had a big day. Went on both sides. You got to give the kid credit. He went on both sides on both teams and really was the main target for every quarterback, not just Miles Brennan, Max Johnson, but Garrett Nussmeyer and TJ Finley uh, as well. You can put this in the uh, in here as well, the hashtag AskBlake, as we've done all last season as we continue to do that. So help me get to your comments. Dirty Rice 09 said Johnson and Brennan battled. They certainly did. I think that that's going to be the, the biggest takeaway out of all of this. Uh, just to, I mean, look, they both separated themselves from TJ and Garrett Nussmeyer, and, and that's not even uh, a question. And look, I don't want to overreact um, to what we saw today because, look, guys, again, and I've mentioned this on the shows all week, this upcoming week or past week, that if you remember in 19, Joe Burrow went 15 of 29 with a touchdown and an interception. Clyde edwards Alaire fumbled. Uh, his first uh, carry of uh, of the spring game. So I don't want to completely overreact to some of the things that we want to see. One big takeaway for me is the defense, though. 
The defense, without a question, without a question, the defense showed on the back end, especially, that they're going to give everybody troubles. In this base defense, in this base defense that we saw, we saw Durante Jones running man, incorporating zone and man. And look, that was very key in getting some key turnovers and some key spots in this spring game. I like what I saw defensively. I exceptionally saw or exceptionally like what I saw from what we saw up front in the front seven. The Another takeaway was Jared Small, the walk-on, the fifth-year senior, getting the start for at the linebacker position on the right side of Damone Clark. Now, I know, and I got to address it because I've said for months now, months and months and months, that I wanted to see what Miles Brennan can do. Don't tell me that he deserves a start. And the, the text were flying in. Oh, my God, Blake, did you see that? Did you see Miles Brennan? You're, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. But that's exactly what I wanted to see. It's exactly what I wanted to see. I wanted to see him not get hurt. I wanted to see him play with some swag. You know, from my perspective, and we'll get to some comments here in just a second, but the biggest thing that I saw from Miles, it's not the throwing, it's not the accuracy, it's not the touchdowns. The biggest thing for me that I saw from Miles Brennan, he went under center, quarterback sneak, and he yelled at the defense and told him he was coming. The very next play, and this was on, I think, the fourth drive. Let me look at my notes. Yet the fourth drive... The fumble by Ty Davis Price, and he's following the football it's a, like it's a live damn football game. He didn't give two Rudy Poos. But you, we got to be careful from what we see. Max, after Miles started off hot, Max Johnson came right back and fired right back. Fired right back. So it was, very, it was a very interesting thing. Zach sent us some stars on Facebook. We greatly appreciate you guys when you do that for us. Uh, on our Facebook page when you send us stars. Every time you do that, that helps us grow the podcast and grow everything uh, that we're doing. So I greatly appreciate Zach for doing that. Uh, Kyle says that D-line looked good. I agree. And so did Scooter on on Periscope or Twitter. I, I thought they did good. Jaqueline Roy and just in the second part of that scrimmage just really just was a handful. And it showed you why Ed Orgeron was really upset and worried about the second team O-lineman. He, he really made Cardell Thomas look bad. Uh, Chasen Hines goes out, which makes Anthony Bradford going with the first team who had a good performance today that I, from everything that I saw. And so, Cardell Thomas, you, everybody keeps asking me the question, Blake, you've played offensive line. What did you see? What do you think about Cardell Thomas? Jaqueline Roy showed you what you should think about Cardell Thomas. It, really a, not a good, impressive game. So let's, let's just go from a couple drives by drive as I – as you know, as we always do, the handy-dandy notes uh, that we take during the game. Jay Ward, t- talking about a guy, again, I told you guys that I was the CEO and president of the Jay Ward fan club. Uh, the first play of the game, he had our first series of the game, first play and first series, had two pass breakups. They went to uh, Ty Davis-Price right out of the gate. Uh, uh, Max Johnson threw in the ball. Jay Ward batted down a pass. At the end of the series, and what's really what the defense did all day long was is they would let the yards go up, but once you got in the red zone, they weren't letting you score. I don't mind that. Guys, I will take three points over seven any given day. Any given day. No question about it. Uh, as Joe says, too, the defensive line is going to dominate 
Secondary looks like DBU of old, thankfully. O-line wasn't super impressive. Running backs will be a problem. I'm going to be a little honest. Guys, there were times, you remember the Ty Davis price? There were times this offensive line was pushing them around in the running game. I mean, I don't, I, you, I'll don't. i go back and watch, rewatch it again as, uh, as I normally do. But there were times, and, and look, you got to be able to make sure you hold on to the football. Do not fumble the football. Ty Davis price right there in the red zone fumbles the football. There was two runs. This was the fifth series. Uh, the fifth series, yeah, with uh, Max, they had three runs where they got over 20 yards. You can't then go down and fumble the football. You can't do that. So I, I thought it was a good battle up front, a good battle by both by both guys. The second team O-line is a problem. Marcus Dumerville let uh, up a couple sacks. Uh, but, yeah, they look very impressive. And I get that you only had one uh, running back able to go today, and you don't want to get guys hurt. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, Blake Schilling says, Max Johnson, Garrett Nussmeyer, Miles TJ, in that order, debate me. Okay, I will debate you. There's no reason after the first time you saw Garrett Nussmeyer today, every LSU fan saw Garrett Nussmeyer today. Garrett threw three picks. No way that you don't have Max and Miles one, two. There's no way. I mean, I'd still go with Max from what we saw last season. You still have to be able to incorporate the run which we didn't see today from Max a lot. Now, he got out of the pocket a couple of times, got you two first downs on the first drive and the third drive when he was in there. Uh, so, we'll, we'll see. I, so, to debate you, there's no way that you could say Garrett Nussmeyer's at two, Blake, in my opinion, just due to the simple nature that he had the three interceptions, and he's a young kid. He's a young kid. Um, Juice says two man race miles or max. It's gonna that's what we're gonna talk about all season long, right? All off season before we get to August, it's gonna be that two man race. I thought both of them did some really good things. I thought that Max really I mean, look, he, he's got a favorite target in Kayshawn Booty, and he just kept going to him and kept going to him and kept going to him, which can bring up another point. We didn't see I mean, yes, you could say Durante Kirkland uh kind of showed out a little bit, but is he your number two guy right now? I, I don't know that. Look, and, and offensively, I know people are going to freak out about the spring game, and I understand it. But there are some things that they got to clean up. But there were some things that they I thought that they did that were really well. The defense. Look, Ed Orgeron didn't lie to you. You know, I've been on this kind of kick about the media freaking out when Ed Orgeron says something. Ed Orgeron did not lie to you. Everything that Ed Orgeron told you this spring came to fruition today. Period. Everything he said that you should watch is exactly what happened. So, we'll see. A lot of people are saying the same thing. Chase Orgeron uh, says, Miles and Max, clearly top two quarterbacks. I'm good with whoever starts. Yeah, I mean, look, you could you could say whoever starts. And I see some baseball comments in here. We'll do the, we'll do the, uh, the postgame first. Uh, versus he on YouTube says, it seemed like Pete's didn't trust Max Johnson to throw the ball in the middle of the field. Well, he certainly did in the fourth and fifth or fourth and sixth drives. Or correction, the the third and fifth drives, and then Miles would come in. Uh, Max's timing was an issue in the beginning of the game. It looked like their timing was off. He then got into a rhythm, and then quite honestly, quite honestly, just started dealing all over the place. I, I want to say this, and just to under, just to kind of make this reference, Max Johnson and, and, and Miles Brennan. The biggest thing for me in this scrimmage is when they both of those guys went over to the second team and then went cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Miles did not have a, a great second half, 
Mile, uh, Max then separated himself. A good one-two punch uh, right there. So I, that should tell you of where the tiers are. So I know Blake Schilling said Garrett Nossmeyer at number two. There's no way that he's at number two. Uh, Seth Scott says, hashtag Ask Blake number two is a star. Yeah, Dwight McLaughlin, again, we played this audio from Ed Orgeron just this past week, and he said the biggest guy that I've been surprised with on the defensive side in the DB room has been Dwight McLaughlin. Elias Ricks is out. McLaughlin showed you why Ed Orgeron was glowing about him along with Jay Ward. Uh, one thing that I want to try to um, paint this picture, some things that we saw Durante Jones mixed up man coverages, zone coverages. There was a time where Dwight McLaughlin moved back to safety. If you remember when he had the pass break up on fourth down, which made it uh, a turnover on downs, they showed man coverage. They call, they do a little shifting. I was like, what is this? And then all of a sudden they run a zone coverage and Dwight McLaughlin bats, uh, bats a ball down, turnover on downs. I, I, if that's their base defense, watch out. Watch out because it was electric. It was very, it looked very, very good. Uh, Carolyn McClendon says Max Johnson or Miles Brennan will be the starter QB. Finley took a step back today. Nussmeyer will be good with time. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Let's get to a couple more of these comments. Chili Vic says hashtag Ask Blake. The freshman receivers coming in will get a chance to play. We better hope. We better hope because nobody separated themselves as a number two. Again, I get we're going to talk about Kirkland, but Kirkland playing on both sides. Look, when he was with the first team, it wasn't always Kirkland that was getting getting it. It was mainly Kayshawn Bouti. They weren't. I guess you can say in the second half they were targeting uh, Kirkland a little bit more. Uh, You want to see Jeray Jenkins? Coy Moore kind of just disappeared. Uh, Trey Palmer didn't play today. And look, there were a couple of guys that were out today. Uh, Eric Wright says, number 58, that kid was uh, everywhere. Let's talk about Jared Small, the walk-on linebacker. Okay, we had been kind of seeing him running with one the first team all season. Now, you do have Micah Baskerfield that's not there. Uh, Mike Jones, the tr- uh, transfer from Clemson, who Mike Jones is not was not in this game has not been with the team he's uh he's uh working out on his own so it's going to be interesting to see how they incorporate him but jared small the leading tackler today look you he did tackles weren't broken against him he went up against ty davis price and brought him down every time he had the interception late on garrett nussmeyer and the kid just looks athletic there's a reason blake baker has that guy in there there's a reason Blake Baker has him in there, right alongside Demon Clark. It's going to be an interesting development to see if this Jared Small kid can continue to make a push and become a starter. It's going to be really interesting. Does he start over Baskerville or Mike Jones? I don't know that. Who Mike Jones? I don't know that. But today he was very, very impressive. Very impressive. Uh, Barrett Granger says he loved what he saw today. I did too. Uh, Nip G on YouTube says, maybe Carlo Thomas is a defensive lineman. Well, he's never played D-line, so there, there's that. He's strong and athletic and maybe best suited at nose guard. Well, this team is not going to run a traditional nose guard. We saw today that they're going to run uh, four defensive linemen. Look, Ali Gay wasn't playing. Andre Anthony wasn't playing. So you had, even here's what the crazy part about this is, too. That D-line dominated today, and you had two, your two starting defensive ends that didn't go. That's what's scary and what we've been talking about this D-line. Now, 
A lot of people are going to freak out about the O-line, but go watch what that first-team offensive line did. They dominated now. There was a couple times that guys got pressure. I get it, but they were able to get Max and or Miles was able to get the ball out on time. They gave them enough time to do some stuff, and they did get a good push uh, at times in the running game. So, look, again, this Cardell Thomas, Jaqueline Roy single-handedly showed you why uh, why Cardell Thomas is still on the second team, period. And why Anthony Bradford got the nod first when Chasen Hines went out, his shoulder looked like it was bothering him a little bit. It showed you specifically why Anthony Bradford's taking that leap and why Cardell Thomas hasn't. They went one-on-one, and Jaqueline Roy made him look bad twice. So something to monitor. So a lot of people have asked about, uh, about Cardell Thomas. He didn't show up today. He didn't show up today. But look. Some guys that did show up today was specifically Miles Brennan. I thought, and I said this during the week, I thought that nobody else in the country needed a bigger day from a fan's perspective than Miles Brennan. When he threw the touchdown pass, I like the swag. I like him running down the sideline, giving the, uh, the what, I don't know what you want to call that, the cutthroat, ice in the veins, whatever kids are doing nowadays. You know, we didn't do that 10 years ago. I'm getting old. But regardless... We didn't do that. Uh, I, I keep seeing some 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 baseball comments. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Dirty Rice, what you talking about? He says hashtag Ask Blake. What about what about what? Uh, Devin says Devin Style. What's up, Devin? Max Johnson is David Green 2.0 without an oversized jersey. Okay, I can dig that. I can dig that. Reginald Corbin makes an interesting point here that I think that we need to get to because in my notes. We, we, I have this down. This team does not have a tight end right now. Not one that has could separate themselves. They went to Cole Taylor once. He was able, unable to come down with the football. If you remember, it was in the first half. They were in the red zone. Uh, Max Johnson threw him a jump ball. And Jay Ward, again, Jay Ward coming up and showing him who daddy was on that play and really just manhandled Cole Taylor on that jump ball right there at the end zone. So... Uh, he says, I hope we can get Eric back. Talking about Eric Gilbert. Still need a wide receiver to step up. We don't have a tight end right now. Not one that can catch the ball down the field. you got to have a guy that can catch the ball down the field. They didn't, they didn't. Let me say this. They didn't utilize Cole Taylor today. That does not mean that they won't in the season. What it does mean is it was a little depressing that they went to these guys multiple times and they could never get a connection with them. Could never get a connection with them. I, I, I like that take by, by Reginald Cormier. Anthony Mitchell says, hashtag ask Blake, did any of the running backs enatch themselves as being number one capable? Not really. I mean, Ty Davis-Price was only the, the one running back that was able to go, a scholarship running back. Look, if you remember, I think it was, let's see, let's drive 10. Drives 10 and 11, Coy, Coy Moore came in at running back. There was a fourth down with T.J. Finley in the second half in the 12th drive that Coy Moore on a fourth down went in at running back. He's not a running back. It got stuffed. I I get that John Emery's not there. I get that they had to take Ty Davis Price out. He kind of got nicked up a little bit right there. Uh, but these two freshmen and Corey Connor and Amari Goodwin, Ed, there's a, again, the media has bashed Ed Orgeron because he, had, he, he was wrong about something last year. Everything Ed Orgeron told you this spring – came to fruition in this spring game. No questions asked. Zero. Like, 
it, it's almost biblical. Like, literally biblical from what Ed Orgeron says in press conferences to what we saw on the field. Not even a question. Everyone joining the show, do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share it to some Facebook groups. We are greatly appreciate it, as this is the LSU postgame show, spring postgame show, and we have a good showing right now. Kind of surprised. People are ready for football. Um, Juice says, Dwight McGlothern looked like DB1. He had one hell of a game. He had one hell of a game. Look, Kayshawn Booty had the jump ball, the fake spike by Miles. Look, I, I got to say this before I get to that. Uh, do you remember the Alex Adams? It was a touchdown. Uh, or, or no, it wasn't a touchdown. The play before the touchdown for Max Johnson. When Alex Adams came into motion in the backfield and then started scooting back out to the wide side of the field, that is vintage Steve Sarkeesian. So what do I mean by that? Steve Sarkeesian, who was the offensive coordinator last year for Alabama, now the head coach at Texas, he used to do that religiously. Jake Peets made a joke to Alabama in a spring game. Hey, dog, we're about to run this. And then Max Johnson just threw a great ball to Drontre Kirkland. Uh, I thought <laughs> it was it was hilarious. All right, I'll get to one baseball comment. Uh, Russ says, game two loss is on pulmonary. I agree. Uh, takes out your better offensive catcher in the, sec- in, in the second. Uh, then Beloso, who's been on a streak out later, then not having a closer ready. I agree with that. That's on pulmonary. I was watching it, and I just started getting pissed off. I mean, when they scored four runs in the seventh, that really just started pissing me off. Um, I was going to put this up here by Devin, but Devin, you can say that, but people aren't, you know, we got to be careful when we say stuff like that. Um, Dirty Rice on Twitter says, who was Brennan Chirpin at on the sideline? The entire starting defense. I mean, look... <laughs> I like the swag. Again, I like the fact that when a, when the fumble happened, he was the first guy on the ground trying to get the ball back. Ordron took, uh, calls a timeout, kind of gets on Miles' ass a little bit. And then what's even greater about that is Miles starts yelling back and chirping back to Ed saying, this, I, I'm a competitor. Like, if you're reading his lips, he's like, I'm a competitor. I like what I saw from Miles today. Again, let's not overreact to a spring game, okay? He had a touchdown. Let's not overreact. I think that him and Miles did really good today. Uh, Denzel on Twitter says, Roy dominated today. He did. He did. Certainly did. Um, Vic says, Garrett is a four-string quarterback. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, look, TJ got completely confused. It was a right read in the beginning, but the Derek Stingley interception, which what a what a great call. I mean, people don't realize. Let me let me explain what happened on that Derek Stingley interception. When you're running man and it looks like man, and your quarterback thinks it's man, and then all of a sudden, right as the ball is being snapped, you go into a zone, and then you got Derek Stingley playing a third of the field, and then you have Jay Ward covering the receiver, and you have a guy double-teamed, and Derek Stingley's coming over the top for an interception. Okay, guys, I'm not going to overreact, but what what you saw there is NFL scheme def- defense, period. Period. That is an, that's what you see on Sundays. Uh-oh. The little man's up. The little man's up. Uh, DMT Zell, 
uh, dominate my territory, it looks like, on YouTube. It says, Max finished the best. I can agree with that. I really do think that uh, he finished the best. Uh, look, Miles struggle a little sometimes with the second team, but look, this is what competition does. Miles comes out firing, goes 11 to 15 with a touchdown, and then Max comes right behind him and fires off. I'm not going to freak out about Max Johnson with the first team because he, he, he went through a quarter during a spring game. I'm not going to freak out with that. What I'm not also going to freak out about is Miles Brennan going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs in the, in the second quarter. Don't go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs on either one, the bad or the good on that. Games are Four quarters are played during a game, not one. But I will agree that Max finished uh, the best. Uh, let's see. Bear Granger says, hashtag ask Blake Nuts going to be that dude one day, but needs time. Obviously, Max looked good. Miles looked pretty good. D-line is a problem. DBs look good. Max, Miles, TJ, Nuss. I can agree with what country. Our good friend, Country Granger. What's up, Country? You know, Country, this little bit right here came during the season last year when you said, you know, you were on Twitter and said, Country Granger. Uh, DMT says Max beat Miles in every category. I can't agree with that. I mean, look, there were times that, yeah, buddy. Hey, tell mommy to bring daddy a water. He forgot. Uh, <laughs> we're being a little relaxed. We won't be having the little man in here during the during the regular season. But hey, is what it is. Uh, I I don't agree that he beat him in everything. I mean, Miles did force the ball down the field again. Max did fire back. He answered what Miles did in the first. Uh, Vic says, ask like these. Uh, we got to that one. Um, Ryan says, it's not a bad thing. Two solid quarterbacks, number one and number two, Max and Miles. Uh, yeah, it's not a bad thing at all. Joe sent us some stars on Facebook. We greatly appreciate that, Joe. Every time you guys send us some stars on Facebook. Come here, Matt, uh, Ben. Come here, Benjamin. It's that ass show. Come on. Okay. Uh, Joe, thank you so much for sending us some stars on Facebook. Every time you guys do that, it really helps us grow our podcast. You can leave it open. Uh, Blake Schilling says, I just think a guy who has been there for 10 years <laughs> should be a little bit more impressive. Look, he went 11 for 15 in the first quarter with the ones. I don't know what really more we want from Miles Brennan. I mean, look, I will say that there – look – Let's go back to it. Let's go to back to um, Miles Brennan. Let's see. Let's go back to. I'm looking through to look through uh, Mac or uh, Miles's first time he was in the game. Um, seventh drive defense was playing really fast. One thing you can uh, take away: look, he almost got picked in that first drive. I mean. When it, uh, Jared Small, again, the, uh, the walk-on linebacker, he almost got picked. And then it, it was a good throw. If you remember the, uh, the throw down the sideline, the first real throw down the field that Miles had, it was when Kayshawn Booty and Derek Stingler were one-on-one, and Kayshawn Booty mossed, literally mossed Derek Stingley. There was a, he usually used to just rifle that baby in there. He put a really good touch on it, and then Kayshawn was able to come down with it. But then, again, as, as really the entire game, especially in the first half, the offense would push the ball down there. They were unable to score in the red zone. That is the biggest takeaway from today's game, in my opinion. 
Now, when you start incorporating stuff outside of your base stuff, I think this offense will be fine. But Max did some good things. But again, Max fired right back. Uh, Kenny says, today my order would be Max, Miles, Nuss, and TJ. Yeah, TJ had a rough had a rough day. TJ had a really, really rough day. And, and look, it's not, it's not easy for TJ either when you've got Coy Moore as your running back. A guy that's literally never played that position. I mean, look, even at halftime, I'm looking through my notes. Even at halftime, TJ came out, made two good throws. If you remember, it was one eight-yard little pop pass, little zone read. Well, they didn't run a zone read, but the line blocked it that way. The little pop passes. He has two. Then a third one goes incomplete. Dwight McLaughlin has a big pick and then an interception. So, I mean, again, TJ's footwork's got to get better. I, I love his raw athleticism. I love what he does when his feet are set. But you remember when he was rolling out left and he just chunked that baby up there and it was a pick. You can't do that. You can't do that right now. You can't do that in today's game or you're going to get picked like he just did. Uh, Matt Addison. What's up, my man? Brother Matt, what's happening, brother? Send us some stars on Facebook. We greatly appreciate that. Um, Two-run home run off money. Okay, so the game has started. So let me get over to it. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lester, for letting me know that, man. Lester, I really appreciate you letting me know the game's back on. Jesus. Guys, if this shit don't turn around for pulmonary, all right now, man. Okay. A lot of people have defended Paul, but, man, you can't. If they lose this series, if they lose this series after what he did in game two, he's going to take a beating. Let me get to this game. LSU. So we can have some live baseball reaction. We will. I will tell you guys what's going on as we continue to talk. Why is it doing that? I don't know why. LSU. LSU. I don't know why. There it is. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Don't want the audio to play over the thing. Right, guys, bear with me just a second. We're getting uh I'm getting the baseball game up. That way we can we can watch it along with you. Yep, two nothing. Runners on first and second, bottom of the first. Thank you, Lester, again. Robert Law says hashtag ask Blake, based off what you've seen today, who gets the starting quarterback nod? Um quite honestly, I would still give it to Max. I'd still give it to me because here's what we don't see and what we're not going to see until the games until these games start. You're not incorporating the, guys, Jake Peets is going to run a shit ton of RPOs. Like a shit ton of RPOs. We didn't see one RPO today. Not one. Not Joe J- Jake Peets has made it very well known that his offense is built off the RPO game. We didn't see one RPO. We didn't see incorporated uh, runs from the quarterback. We saw them sitting back in the pocket and throwing the ball over the field. That is not a strength, the biggest strength for Max Johnson. The biggest strength for Max Johnson, uh-oh. That's not going to get out of here by Doty. The biggest strength for Max Johnson is being able to incorporate those RPOs, being able to run the football, and, and look, he doesn't have the running backs there. The, the, today's scrimmage is a very much built in for Miles Brennan. This is a Miles Brennan game when you just get to sit back in the pocket and do stuff. So, 
I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna I, I, I'm gonna say Max right now because we don't have all the variables. When you have a quarterback that doesn't have the ability to run the football in a spring game, it is what it is. Um, David says ready for some football because Paul Maneri's making baseball season very disappointing as now there's two outs, runners on first and third. Jacob Cole says I've been waiting to see more of Dwight McLaughlin since Florida game. So glad he played well today. Yeah, he certainly did. Joe says, show AYS some love. 250 stars is less than a Billy's Boudin ball. Joe, I really appreciate that. It is. And I hope that we're bringing as much as entertainment as a Billy's Boudin ball will give you. I really want a Billy's Boudin ball now. I appreciate that, Joe. Uh, let's see. Brian says, Blake Money giving up another two-run bomb. Yeah. Look, if they lose this shit, it's going to be on Paul because he lo- lo- loses the series. This shit's going to be on Paul. Um, Kenny says the defense is going to have a lot of playmakers this season. I'm more concerned about the running back position getting solidified uh, and finding our number two receiver. You know one thing that I, I, I noticed? Um, Radarius Jones, who had the interception on T.J. Finley, if you remember in the first half, he gets moved from cornerback to safety. Jay Ward gets moved to safety. Durante Jones wants guys who can cover to play safety. There's no question about that. There are some small takeaways that you can that we can get from what we saw. If you can't cover playing safety, Durante Jones won't play you. Jordan Tolles, if you're look, we'll have to go back and watch. But Jordan Tolles two or three times in that opening drive. Came down in the box. He looks like he's gotten bigger. God, dog, Cade Beloso. Uh, but it looks like he's gotten bigger, and they, they incorporated a lot of different looks for this team. A lot of different looks. Um, one thing, too, a lot of people that uh, asked me or asked me during the show, Jake Peets was in the box. He was in the press box, and Durante Jones was on the sidelines. So I would expect that to continue to go on, and I actually don't mind that. Damn. All right, people are going to start freaking out about um, about Paul. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop him. Specman says Blake TJ played with the first also all, uh, in football. Footwork looked horrible. Yeah, I think it, it did too. I really think it did too. He's got to work on his footwork. You can't. You can't just use your arm based on this league and let and let uh, throws sail on you. That's not going to work. Uh, Scott Sailor on Facebook Live sent us some stars. Scott, we greatly appreciate that, brother. Thank you so much. And Matt says, go Tigers. Uh, Jared says, Moore will probably be your number four. We'll see. I mean, again, um, Trey Palmer didn't play. Jare Jenkins wasn't really involved. And look, if Jarache Kirkland keeps doing what he's doing, maybe he can be one of your number twos. Uh, Dominic says, hashtag ask Blake, who is our legit uh, wide receiver number two? Again, I'm not going to freak out about a spring game, but I would say Jare Jenkins will be. They just need to incorporate more. I mean, 6'4", 210, I, I really think that they're going to get him in the game more. Again, guys, we didn't see one RPO, not one. They did they did kind of run one on a play action on a third and 16, but it was, I mean, the, the defense knew that they weren't running the ball. The, the four verts, I mean, come on. Logan says, I mean, let's not work, uh, forget about Cade, uh, Clutch York, Kickers are people too, <laughs> man. Did he? He that ball, the one that he kicked earlier, man. I mean, he could have made that thing from sixty-two. I mean, you're lined up at fifty, and you and you're getting twelve yards. You're kicking it into the stands. Jesus, Marion Joseph. 
Um, blah, 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 blah. Carolyn says, uh, why was Coach O so mad when he was going into the tunnel after the spring game? I didn't see that he was mad. I guess I missed something. I was getting set up for the show. I I didn't notice that he was mad. Maybe maybe I just missed it, but I was getting set up. As soon as those as soon as those uh that clock hits zero, I'm in here. So I don't really get to see the post game stuff of what, what Ed says and stuff like that. I would assume it was because the defense I mean, look, Garrett Nussmeyer threw a touchdown there late. I'm sure he was little really pissed off with that because the defense just kinda gave up. Uh so we'll see. Matt Addison says Paul's got to go. I agree with that. To an, if it continues, let me say that because <laughs> I want to be careful. Uh, and but Joe says PM is done, bro. He might be. He might be, man. I mean, look, the the things that he did in the first are just not are in that second game. Jesus Christ! I mean, giving up four runs in the seventh, Devin Fo- bringing Fontenot in. I mean, where's Garrett Edwards? You talk. You, why not bring Edwards in? Uh, Robert Law says, hashtag ask Blake. Paul needs to go. I think he was a great coach, but he has not adapted. I'm seeing a similar pattern we did with Les Miles, unfortunately. Yeah, the patterns that we've seen between those two coaches are so paralleled, it's ridiculous. It, it, it's ridiculous. Todd says on YouTube, one bad baseball season is not doom and gloom. Um, well, they, were, they weren't doing good before COVID stopped them last year either. They were getting, if you remember, they got no hit. By Oklahoma, and then they got they were getting no hit by Southern until the eighth inning or seventh inning, so it wasn't great. It wasn't great either. Uh, Brandon Reese says, "Which player or players impressed you the most?" I think Jay Ward impressed me the most. I think Jaquelin Roy just continues to show uh, what he can do. I really like Anthony Bradford. I think that he showed as South Carolina gets a base hit, that could be two. Yep, starts off the the second inning with nope, just a single. He turned back, uh, but Jay Ward really impressed me. I, Darius Jones, I mean, really the de- the defense. Jared Small, um, I mean, I could say Kirkland, but again, I don't. I think that he's going to be that guy. You know, we look in the spring game like a Chris Curry a couple years ago when Chris ran somebody over. We're like, oh my god, Chris Curry's going to be a beast. And outside of the Oklahoma game, it just never transpired. Um, I I hope he's not that guy. I hope he can work himself in, but we'll have to wait and see. But I, I'm I still I'm so impressed by Jay Ward, so impressed. I mean, the, what that kid has done from moving a corner to safety, the pass breakups, the coverage. Uh, you know, he he takes an underneath the underneath part because he knows that Derek Stingley is going to come over the top and make an interception. I mean, that's just impressive. Juice, a Washington junior, sent us some stars on Facebook. Juice, we greatly appreciate that. All 175 of you that are watching us live right now, do us a favor by hitting like, share, retweet. If you're on YouTube, share it to your social media platforms. We greatly appreciate that. Blake on YouTube says, hashtag ask Blake, when do you start crossing our fingers that Mike Bianca wants to come home and coach LSU baseball? I think that you start doing that now. I mean, I really think you start doing that now. Look, Paul has ve- Paul has not done the best of jobs right now. Uh, Adam sent us 100 stars on Facebook. Adam, I greatly appreciate that. Uh, Josh Miley says 58 was all over the field. Yeah, Josh Small was all over the field. Uh, Josh, yeah. Jared Small, excuse me. Yeah, buddy. Jared Small was all over the field. You got to give him credit. You got to give him credit. 
And look, for, to come from a walk-on, but Blake Baker don't give two Rudy Poos. If you are a, a walk-on, a scholarship guy, if you're going to play, you're going to play. Or if you can play, you're going to play. Period. Uh, Dominic says, Blake, you the man. Thanks, bud. I appreciate that. Come here, buddy. As we got a guest appearance, he won't be showing up during the during the uh, regular season, but my little son is is in here as we do the post game show. Uh, Tasha said, "Sending love and goodwill from the real LSU Nation." Tasha, we greatly appreciate that, my friend. Uh, guys, go over to our group. Oh, damn, Cruz! Cruz misses a diving attempt. That's going to roll to the wall. That's going to be a run and probably a triple. Damn. Yep, run scores and a triple. But, guys, go over to the Real LSU Nation. I love Tasha and every, what, everything that our group's doing. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, Scott Saylor says, Andre Carler, uh, front runner for uh, the best coaching hire so far. I think that you got to go with Durante Jones right now from what you saw. Guys, I don't think people fully understand the man and zone coverages that he mixed up today. Uh, guys were not confused whatsoever. They play fast. They play physical. They play great on all three levels of the uh, on defense. D line looked great. Linebackers looked great. Secondary looked really good. So right now, I mean, Durante Jones and look, you got to give Blake Baker a lot of credit. He let a walk on go out there and run with the first team defense, and he had the most tackles. He had an interception and could have made it a pick six. If you know, as most linebackers are, they a little slow. <laughs> So, I mean, look, Durante Jones, Jake Peets did some things. I mean, in the opening part of it, I was like, Dan, is Joe Brady calling this game? I mean, when you first, when you saw the first offensive series, you mean to tell me you didn't look at those formations and say, hey, is Joe Brady in the stadium? <laughs> they'll, clean, they'll clean some stuff up on offense. They'll get their timing down. Things will go fine. Things will go fine. Don't Let's not overreact. Uh, 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 to the spring game. But there are some things that we can pull out of it. As Blake Money's really struggling right now. Bella Boo on Facebook says, One bad season, LOL. Dude, been in a coma for the last three seasons. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he, you know, his... I mean, I guess we could talk about, you know, his dad dying. But we'll see. I, and I hate that for him. Jack Davis says LSU will be Bama 2.0 with losing great coordinators every year, just with uh, just without the year end results. Maybe, maybe. I mean, they got. I think they got really two two really good ones right now. They definitely have two really good ones right now. Um, let's see. Russ Fournay, what's up, Russ? He says there's no fire from this team dug out from coaching staff to players. Is too stagnant and defeated. It does feel that way. It does feel that they are um, very stagnant. Very, very, very stagnant. I mean, how I was watching the Ole Miss-Mississippi State game last night, and a guy from Ole Miss hit a home run, and everybody's greening him at home plate. They don't do this. You know, they. it, it kind of feels like they don't have that, that, that juice, that fire, that kind of just want to. Uh, Carl Dunn says, Bianco isn't any better than Paul Maneri. Yes, Ole Miss is ranked, but postseason has not been that good. Well, one thing, as Blake Money gives up another hit, that's going to score another run. It's going to be 4 nothing in the top of the second for South Carolina as that's another double. Pull him. Pull him and don't let Blake Money start again. He, he, he's definitely shown that he is not a starting pitcher. 
Kenny Russell says, so Blake Baker is liking the play of a walk-on linebacker. It seems that way. And, again, look, you don't have Baskerville. Um, you don't have Baskerville in the lineup. He's not with the team. Mike Jones, who Mike Jones isn't there. Uh, I did I did think that Sampa, who had an interception, and Josh White had some good games, a uh, good day today. But he likes Jared Small. And, and look, after what I saw from that kid today, I'm not going to question what Blake Baker does. I mean, look, he made one hell of a call and starting the kid and probably the most underrated uh, or guy that we have not heard from. We saw him a lot in practice. We saw him running with a lot of the one uh, the ones. Uh, as Palmineri makes a pitching change, as uh, Mikel Hillier will come in for Blake Money in the type of the second no outs. Uh, but we saw him running with the ones all uh, spring, and they put him out there, and the kid really balled out. B.I. What's up, B.? He says, who you think will be the kick and punt returner going to be missing uh, or been missing that last few years? I would put Trey Palmer back there, but I don't know if they're going to do that. It looks like, I mean, Stingley took a punt today. Stingley put, took a punt today, so we'll see. I put Trey Palmer back there, honestly, guys. I mean, if we're, if we're being dead-ass honest, I would, I would 100% put Trey Palmer back there. I mean, the last time he did it, had a kick uh, kick return, he went he went literally a hundred on South Carolina. Uh, Robert Law says, hashtag Ask Blake, what do you think it will take for LSU to move on from Maneri, and who do you think uh, we will target someone like Bianco or, or get someone like Blake Dean? I don't think that you can go for Blake Dean. Blake Dean, although he's an LSU guy, he's not winning at UNO. I don't know why you go get Blake Dean just because he's coaching. Um, that's my take on that. You don't just go get a guy because he's one of your guys. He's got to actually win a little bit. You know, like, I, I get that he can't get the players at UNO, but why not win the Southland? Why are you keep getting beat by guys like Matt Riser at Southeastern? I mean, that, that should tell a lot. Um, it's going to take – I mean, look, it's going to definitely take them continuously losing. If you have a losing record in the SEC – Come here, buddy. You're finally coming to make your guest appearance? You're finally coming to make your guest appearance. Okay, you were sleeping for most of the most of the the game. What did you think? Say yes or no. <laughs> Say hey. Tell them hey. Hey. What you got there? You got some magnets. Want to watch the baseball game? It's right there. Um. So. Oh, so now you want to talk? Um. They got to continue to lose, but no, I'm not going to go after uh, Blake Dean. I w- at least I wouldn't. Oh, look at there, LSU gotten out. Uh, Kenny on Facebook Live says I wouldn't mind Cliff Goodwin uh, from ECU. Yeah, he they their team's been really good. Look, oh, and you asked who you target. Um, I mean, you're LSU man. You got the best facilities in the world, uh, and I'm really looking forward to seeing the Skip Berkman. Uh, uh, the thing on May 24th. That's going to be really, really interesting. <laughs> Four visuals says, all I know is Adam Miller to LSU. Okay, we'll see. Uh, but yes. Uh, Country Granger says, gave away a series. I'm done watching today. I mean, they could easily come back. But, mm. 
Scott says Helmers should be the number three starter. Money ain't it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think he should have started Helmers today. But, I mean, look, man, you're paying – you know, another thing that I hadn't brought up, too, about is Kim Mulkey. We'll talk about that Monday uh, and, and her statements. But, look, man, you – I'm so tired of LSU, people, LSU fans saying LSU ain't got money. They made the playoffs in 19 and got $66 million. I don't want to hear two Rudy Poos about LSU not having money. You want to go get a coach? You, you, Paul Maneri's last season? Go get that son of a bitch. I don't care. Stop saying we ain't got money. If this son of a gun is good, if we're going to lose in the SEC, if we're 4 and 10 right now, looks like we might be 5 and 11. Yeah, it might be time for brother to step. I know one thing. Jordan Thompson just makes an incredible plays. The defensive nightmare for people. Uh, Vic says, hashtag ask Blake, Deion Smith looked okay. I thought he looked better than okay. I think when they targeted him, let me see. Because I wrote this down. Hold on, um, Vic. Where is it? There it is. Uh, there it is. I mean, look, man. They targeted Smith four times uh, or five times, four catches. I mean, he looked good. He got open. I mean, he was instantly tackled, but regardless. Uh, Tasha says, Mulkey is already wealthy. I don't think money is important to her. No, and I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. I think coming home is important to her. I mean, look, I'm a rock throw away from her from where she grew up. Bring bring mama home. Start that hashtag. I'm going to put this hashtag right now. We're going to talk about it a lot Monday. Hashtag... Bring, hold on, bring mama home. Or maybe we can do uh, bring Mulkey home. Uh, Russ says, dude, the, they, I guess they got boosters that can write uh, some serious checks when need to, bro. Some of these stories I've heard. Yeah, they got boosters that can write checks. I'm so tired of hearing LSU, oh, she's making $2 million. There's a reason Kim Mulkey's making $2 million. Because she's a winner. And she dominates. 60% of her starting lineups from Louisiana. Destrahan, I think two girls are from Destrahan. Bring her ass here, girl. As DC Young Fly would say. Bring that ass here. I'm so sick and tired of that. Of that. (laughs) <laughs> Carl the Cat Dunn says uh, Kramer's mom I like this from Tasha Hashtag bring Mulkey home Let's go with bring Mulkey home Let's go with that one We'll be, we'll be talking a lot about it Monday Trust me Because <laughs> We're doing the post game show But still As Mikel here He gets a, gives up a base hit uh, Up the middle Jeez I'm Pete This is about to get bad And our another run will score uh, Marvin Mackey Jr. What's up Marvin says Let's hit her on Twitter Oh, she's been getting hit by people. Uh, Chase Orgeron says, Alex Box is in a serious need of upgrades. It's falling way behind other facilities. Yeah, I could see that. But people, you know, they did it before everybody. Um, So we'll see. We'll see. Um, Let's see. Carolyn asked about Verge Osbury and if he resigned. No, he did not resign. I, and no no update right now, Carolyn. Uh, Taylor says, wasn't able to watch the spring game today. 
How did the offense and defensive line look? I thought the offense got a really good push running the running the ball, and I thought defense, bar none, when it came to pass protection, is going to be a problem for everybody in the SEC, not just LSU. Don't you pull on that. Ah! I love being a parent. I don't I don't like him always pulling on stuff. All right, we're going to go a little bit longer and we'll we'll get on out of here. Uh David says Mulkey Mania or Kenny says Mulkey Mania. David says preach it Blake about bringing Mulkey home. Yeah, everybody everybody I knew what was going to happen when she made those comments on uh Jordy Collada's show the other morning. Oh, we can't pay that money. Shut up, bro. Shut up. And look, it's a little, it's a little time, it's a little bit of time for Scott Woodward to kind of put up, put up or shut up too. Now, hey, brother, you got, you got seventy five million dollars guaranteed for Jimbo Fisher and outbid LSU. You know what, man? Bring that ass here, girl. I, I, I'm not going. Look, well, she can't come. Too much money. Let let Scott Woodward say it's too much money. I'm not, I'm not going to back down on this one, guys. If it comes down to money, good lord. Uh, Bella says, uh, Bella Boo says, forty percent of both men's and women's basketball are stars from Louisiana, which is nuts. Nuts. Uh, Jeremiah says, McGlutherin spring game MVP. Did they give that to him? Jeremiah, let me know. Did they give McGlutherin the uh, the MVP? I'm surprised they didn't give it to uh, to Kayshawn. They should give it to the whole damn defensive line. Uh, Jeremiah also says, give booty number seven. I, I could rock with that. Corey Legger says, hashtag ask Blake. Mason Smith must have been tossing high school kids around last year. Yeah, he was. He, it, was not, it was not pretty. Go watch that kid's film. He made high school kids look really bad. He had a good day today. I thought there was some things. You know, Mason in the running game. Again, everything Ed Orgeron told you came to fruition. There were two times that Mason Smith was on Anthony Bradford and just got pushed. You could say, well, Anthony Bradford's been in the program for three years. I get it, but look, let's just call it what it is at the current moment. He got pushed around a little bit. Uh, Jeremiah says, no, I'm just saying I was at the game. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that there's a lot of things that can go around. I think Jay Ward played great. He didn't have the interception, but we'll see. Kenny says, nice pass from Brennan to Booty at the end of the first half. It was. Really nice touch pass. Really, really nice touch pass on both of them. The one for the touchdown, the one for not. The fake spike and all that. I was excited, guys. And a couple more things before we get out of here. I like that they were able to get the offensive calls in. They were running the clock. There was no issues whatsoever. We're getting play calls called in. That's a big thing, man. That's a big thing. When you're incorporating a new offense and defense, getting calls in is a big deal. They didn't have issues anywhere across the board. None. So you like to see it. All right, two more. We're going to get out of here. Uh, Holland says, Finley wasn't showing out at all. Yeah, he had a really bad day. A really bad day. His footwork's got to get better. He's got the crazy thing about TJ, and I'll die on this hill. He's got the arm. I think he's got I, – I, honestly, like there were a couple times he threw guys that were wide open. He just missed them. He's got the intelligence – He's got to work on his footwork. All offseason, TJ has to work on his footwork. If he can't get that down, there's going to be serious issues for him. You can't use all arm in this league, man. 
You can't use all arm in this league. It doesn't matter if you got a bazooka or if you got a water gun. If you're not accurate, you're not going to play. Love the kid to death. Love the kid to death. I would rather a, a, a average arm that's deadly accurate than a big arm that's wild and chaotic. Hashtag Joe Burrow. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Logan says, <laughs> on Facebook Live, do you think that Paul uh, Bo Pelini watched the game? Man, Bo Pelini is sipping my ties in Cabo right now with the two uh, with the $4 million that LSU's got to pay him. Or the $3 million, whatever they paid him out at. As your John Camo grounds out. Uh, Kenny says, who cares, but a great question. I, I love this question. I love this question. All right, guys, we've been out at about an hour, so we're going to call it. It was great to have you back. It was a spring game, uh, uh, post-game edition for us, so we'll be doing it all offseason. Monday's going to be a big show. I'm probably going to go on a rant about this mulky thing, and, and we'll go from there. But until then, guys, we'll see you all soon. Y'all have a good day. And go, Tigers. Please get five runs, six runs, and make this a game for the love of Christ. Have a good day, guys. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.